Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kessel Run Collecting. I'm your host, Eric, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Matt. Hey, everybody. So, yeah, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter show. It was kind of impromptu. We just decided to do it earlier today. And there hasn't been a ton of news lately since last time. And, and Matt, I, I do have to correct myself. Last episode, I said, oh, we're only about two weeks away from one year of doing the audio podcast on Apple and Spotify. And I was wrong about that. We actually had one or two episodes before that. So now we're about uh, two to three weeks past that time. So we're now over a year that we've been having the audio podcast. They grow up so fast. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. And hopefully they'll blossom into a great, big, beautiful podcast with millions and millions of listeners. Now, I I would be happy just to get a couple more because <laughs> we, we apparently have about the same number of people for a while. And um, so what I would ask of those who are listening is please rate and review the show. That really helps more people find it. Uh, tell all your friends and family if you think they would be interested. Um, you know, we want to really grow the the listenership. So uh, we're going to get started. Um, like I said, wasn't a whole lot of news going on. I haven't really gotten anything new since last time. I don't know if you have, Matt. Uh, received? No. Pre-ordered? Yes. Because of what we're going to talk about with some stuff that okay. went up for pre-order last week. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same camp. I actually um, just put in an order to retrieve my pile of loot. I was waiting. I was waiting on a couple more things to come in. Revan still has not come in yet. I'm like, oh my gosh, like people have had him for a couple months now. And I'm still waiting on that pre-order uh from Big Bad Toy Store. But I had Krennic there and I had a Gundam, I think, and um I might have had another Star Wars figure, but I'm not sure. But I got in a model kit from a company I've never bought from, but I pre-ordered this about a year ago. It's a model kit of the Thunderjaw from the video game Horizon Zero Dawn. And for those that don't know and don't know what I'm talking about, in the video game, there's all these uh, machine animals. And the Thunderjaw is like a mechanized T-Rex, only about twice as big. Um, and just has like a big single eye for a face and guns and everything. And I love that game series and I love the design of the machines and everything. And there isn't really a whole lot of merchandise out there from that game. And I'm hoping that this is the start and maybe this company will make more model kits. It does say it's a model kit, but there's no pictures of what comes in the box disassembled. So you know, to some companies, a model kit might be like five pieces and it's a glorified statue, but you put it together in parts. Kota Ibukia is that way. They have a st they are basically selling statues, but they might be in a couple pieces that you got to put together and they call it a model kit. So I don't know. The photos that I saw when I ordered it really only show one pose, which kind of makes me, uh, but hopefully it'll be really cool. I just put in to have that shipped the other day, so it's still in transit to me, along with my uh, Krennic. So, yeah, I really haven't gotten anything new. I think most people are up to date with 
what is out right now. You know, they either have their pre-orders in or they have stuff shipping or they already have it in hand. So we're going to get into the most recent Hasbro lame stream because it was, I was hoping for something more, <laughs> even a little bit better than what it was. So let's go down the list here. Matt, do you want to? Um, what wish we said? Uh, I don't remember. What, or, as I saved them all out of order, we'll start with the most unneeded of figures on that list, which would have been the Mandalorian in the what is it called here? The Minds of Mandalore. Minds of Mandalore. You are not kidding. <sighs> as, mean, as much as I love the Mando and the show, it. The, the action figure fatigue of specifically the Mandalorian and Grogu, it's like, guys, guys, hit the brakes, okay? Because it's, it's getting to be a bit much. And except for the completionists, I don't know how much demand there really is for this. I mean, it's basically what came with the Naboo Starfighter. I mean, yeah, look, the new accessories with them... Well, the pole isn't new. That came with the uh, the rescue set, but you know, the boot knife that came with the Starfighter version, I appreciate that because I like him with his boot knife and the dark saber from the rescue set. Great, you know. But this is not like a new mold. Like this is the same Mando, and I think the knee pad was the most recent part on him from the Mando Crease version. But he's still rocking those old school ball hinge uh, legs or hip or hip and thigh compartments. Ah, uh, you know. I heard, I think it was Christian Panthers going to say, he's a main, he, the reason why he's in the line is for the main line people like Walmart and Target to put a Mandalorian on the pegs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hardcore nuts like us don't need more Mandalorians, but you know, little Timmy walking through Walmart needs Grogu and Mando because he's been waiting. He's only in that, like six. and Mando Yeah, and what his dad or mom is going to say is, well, why don't we get you this uh, this other one here that costs a lot less? <laughs> well, okay, I'll give you that, too. Well, you know, you'd be surprised when, when parents are willing to shill out for their kids to keep them from crying. I learned that. <laughs> <All> right, so. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I guess for the people that really didn't want to have to bar buy a Starfighter and get this and has the cloth cape, but it's almost as if they're, they have to make so many at a certain time it's almost what it feels like their lucasum contractual obligation yes no no i'm i'm always wondering if it might be like maybe some factory elements going on okay so say for example and i'm just going to throw out some numbers here say they have a minimum order quantity of ten thousand of a figure okay and so they say, well, if we make some slightly different versions, that's going to be easier to sell to the people that are going to feel like they have to get every version versus just putting 10,000 of the same thing, like exactly the same thing out there. Um, the other one might be something to do with uh, the mold count. So they have these minimum quantities that they have to meet with the with the molds, okay? they might not have to meet those same quantities for whoever's doing the packaging, okay? So say, for example, you have a minimum order of 5,000 cardbacks you have to do, but the mold 
I'll say, for example, an Imperial officer, they have to do 10,000. So what they do is they say, well, what we'll do is we'll mold 10,000, 5,000 of them are going to be Piet, and 5,000 of them are going to be Braun or something. And, and I don't know if those minimum quantities count as far as plastic color goes. I don't know if that counts as far as paint apps, but it almost seems like they say, okay, we're doing Mandos now. So we are going to do literally every single Mandalorian possible. And maybe three years from now, we can't find any Mandos. They aren't co coming out with any. Because they're also kind of doing the same thing with the officers. They're releasing all these various officers all within a year or two of each other. Now, like I said, this is just pure speculation. I am just completely spitballing here as far as what potentially could be going on. But it seems like they have this focus on just mass producing everything that shares parts versus something entirely new. Like, I'm surprised with them re-releasing this, uh, this Luke Skywalker, which we're going to mention too, that they're not just flooding the market with rebel pilots. I mean, they might at some point. They might be gearing up for that, which might be why we're getting Luke again. I, I would not be surprised. It's, I've noticed that when they get ready to, like, uh, start to, uh, what is it, uh, kit bash a figure using already made parts, they'll go ahead and do a run on that figure again just to get some extra money out before they start taking it apart and using it for other characters. So I would not be surprised. Yeah, like, I don't know, they they might even be, considering they're reusing parts, they might be doing less and less molds where it is, say, all the pieces to do Luke Skywalker. Like, it might be the body, and then the head is a separate mold, and maybe that includes, you know, a Han Solo head or something like that. Obviously, these are all things that, you know, we're not privy to on the manufacturing end but i wouldn't even be surprised if maybe they have separate molds for for example a set of arms or a set of legs because they say well this set of legs we need more of those and so we don't want to have to make a mold that includes all the parts of the figure because we're only going to be doing five thousand of one figure part say the arms and torso but the legs we're going to need ten thousand of the legs I don't know, but it, it just seems like something weird is going on with them really focusing like a laser on these uh, different types of figures. Yeah. I don't know. I gave up trying to figure all this out with all the different factories and stuff years ago when I was like, you know what? Because dude, the G.I. Joe community has this on lock. They figured out where molds come from, where they're at, and all things like that. They figured like like kind of how like the old vintage Star Wars community has figured out where different different uh, factories that are over in Asia and what they're called and stuff when they made the Star Wars figures. But like some of the GI Joe guys that are still holding the candle for the old three and three quarter GI Joe modern lines, they know when these molds are used or not. So why don't we keep it uh, keep it going on the Mandalorian front? We have again Axe Woves. Only this time, at least, they fixed the ginormous helmet. And, uh, yeah, swappable helmet this time. Yep, swappable helmet. 
and supposedly this is his season three version. Don't but I heard apparently do they don't. It. They didn't do it properly. Like there's still some differences. Like if it's the one from the from the promo photos, it's using the old body, which okay, most of it's okay. But like I guess, but in season three he has like the fuller Mando body, like the full Mando armor, not just like the not the curved version of the, at the waist. So. He would be good to use like some of the uh, Clone Wars Mando's torsos rather than the one he's using. But I just hope that's an error or if they just do they forget because they have those molds and they were used recently, so we know that exists. Yeah, um, I well, I think some of these things they're not going to spend tens of thousands of dollars retooling something very, very, very minor. Um, to me. I see Axe Wolves. I couldn't tell you what season he's from. It's kind of like the difference in Stormtroopers or Vader from movie to movie. There's people that really focus on those differences and, and want everything to be accurate per movie. Whereas to me, it's like, oh, he looks like Axe Wolves to me. Maybe part of it's because maybe it's like a generational thing because I remember when... Uh, walrus man greedo and hammerhead did not look anything like the figures we got and i don't ever remember talking with my friends and be like man these figures are stupid they look nothing like the movie <laughs> so at least as a kid i forgave variations that much off the source material so i'm i'm not too like I, i'm not gonna buy another axe woves just because of the helmet i know some people will you know some people that that helmet is really bad I don't think it's as bad as the Sabine helmet was. But anyway, yeah, that, that's another one that's kind of a little bit of a... Eh. It would be one thing to to re-release that figure with the corrected helmet in a couple years. Yeah, but, it's, it's only been like, what, two years since we had that figure? Right, and so people are looking at it and they're like, well, we just got this. We We appreciate that you fixed it. But by the same token, give us something new. You give us something and then you say, hey, you have a chance to buy it again. We fixed it. And the thought there is, well, why didn't you just make sure it was right the first time? And I only would have to buy one. Uh, and, who are we going to go to next? Well, let's let's keep it with Mandalorian here. Well, I think there's only one small little one left, isn't there? With the no, new nope. There's, there's another one that actually is a new figure. And that is the Mandalorian Fleet Commander. Oh, yeah. The one figure that I bought multiples of. Yes. Yes. I still like this figure very much. I don't know if I'll buy him, but at least he's different. At least he's a new character. Do you know if there's parts of him that are unique to his character? His um, his shins, like his shin guards, look like they might be different. Uh, from what I was told, John Linquist. Well, he didn't tell me. He was on uh, one of his live streams. John Linquist said he's mostly new, except for, like, his upper forearms and gauntlets and hands, but in, like, the upper legs or lower legs. Half of his legs are new. Half of his arms are new. Torso's new. Hell, I think he's torso. I can, I, he's a decent amount. He's a good 50% new, at least, they said. Yeah, I might have to pick him up, then. Because he does look pretty nice. There's something about him that looks... I don't know how to put it. It, Like, it almost needs some weathering. 
a little bit. Actually, almost too clean. In I actually movie. like him to that point because he's a fleet commander. He doesn't actually get deep into it. So moving on to more stuff from the Mandalorian, we get another Grogu with Pram, but this is the the newer Pram where it's silver, at least on the bottom, which I don't know. Something about that looks really weird. Where it's like the bottom is silver, but then the top is still that beige color. I don't know. It's a little strange. Yeah, I mean, it's it's another big Grogu. We get the shirt from the deluxe loop in it with them. Yeah, and uh, the pram is also shaped differently. It's less of an egg, and, and it's actually more spherical. Yeah, notice that too. And it has like the different like flaps on it, so you can have them at different angles. I don't know why yeah. they have a little slider in that. For the top that would be more sense but you know it's whatever now i don't i don't really care that much about the pram being different i think i would pick him up if if i could get him like really like ten dollars or less i would maybe pick this up but other than that it's like yeah you know i don't need another one so then let's talk about one that i am definitely interested in getting and that is clone commander rex the reason being is I do not have a Rex with removable helmet because uh, the one that I have was all the way back from the TIE Fighter pilot uh, Black Series. Yeah, you know, three and three quarter Black Series TIE Fighter pilot, which they repacked on the finish card a couple of years ago. Remember that? And everyone was upset. Yeah, yeah. And um, now I think he uses a lot of parts from that one clone uh three pack clone three pack i don't there was one where he has like a like a poncho i believe yeah 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 yeah. from the bad batch season one like a clone pack yeah right yes, but but the underneath the new body one is the new clone trooper though from oh okay last year but like the head i think some parts of it might be from that like the head and portraits, maybe I don't remember. Because I know some people were like, eh, "It's another Commander Rex," and I'm, I'm like, "Well, I, I need this one." <laughs> yeah, because like all the clone jockeys were like upset that Bad Bad Street Pack had like the wrong visor on the helmet, which I think they're right on that. I mean, like, here, here's the long and the short. It's on the new body. That's what I like about it. So it'll match yeah. more of the new stuff. So. It looks really good. Like I um, think this one has a lot more of the uh, the kill marks on yep. the armor, but it's like you know, it, Rex is one of those characters. He has the helmet off a lot. You really need one with a removable helmet, and plus the helmet seemed uh, a little on the small side on that uh, that three and three quarter inch black series one. Now, did yeah. they do a swappable head on him? It, it's hard to uh, tell. I want to say that is a swappable head for a helmet, which finally makes sense. Because it seems like that would be a... I mean, we have had tight fits before, but... Well, um, and I'm glad Tyler from SABTC brought this up about a couple months ago. I hate when these guys go, oh, well, the helmet's too oversized. Guys, did you not remember? Those were not actual actors in Attack of the Clones. In Revenge of the Sith, that was all CGI. Those helmets couldn't have fit on their heads back then. So technically, the helmets are all out of proportion too small in those movies. And so the actual helmets need to be bigger in real life. 
which makes the figure correct and the movie's wrong. Yay for okay, the in the description here, it says two blasters and a removable helmet. So, oh, removable. Okay, then. Yep. Good. But yeah, he is, uh, he's really the, and like I said, I, you know, I might get the fleet commander. It's a little difficult to uh, bite on some of these lesser interesting characters when you're paying $17. So, uh, but the Captain Re the Captain Rex definitely, or Clone Commander Rex, um, he's really the only one that I was like, yay. Well, see, that's how I kind of feel about Captain Rex. I never really cared. I I would much rather go and check out uh, any one of the Bad Batch. I find vastly more cool to watch and pay attention to than Rex. Co Crosshair and Co I'd rather watch Cody than Rex. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, so anyway, yeah, I, Rex, I'm gonna pick him up, you know, just he's on the new body, so he'll fit in better. Has the removable, I, I like the fact that they yeah, do a little extra detail, they put the little cut in where he takes out his uh ship, that's okay, so yeah, I'll pick him up, but I'm not, I'm not finding over Rex, like, oh my god, Rex, ah. <laughs> no, well, and finally, we have a straight up repack, which is the X Wing pilot Luke Skywalker, which. I mean, as far as a repack, that's a pretty good repack, and you could do a head swap. I mean, I actually bought two of this figure when it came out originally because I thought you could head swap almost any any male character on it, and hey, you got another pilot, and you got a pilot on a on a body that's like just about perfect for X wing pilots. Yeah, brand new X wing body and a brand new uh, the new barbell head. Cause remember that's port that's on that new barbell system they had. It's the first one, first uh, X-wing pilot we have on that new body with that those new hips with the new barbell hips and barbell neck. And yeah. it's a good portrait of Luke underneath too. And so that yeah, I bought I bought one or two of them when they came out originally as well, which means you bought them with the, the only time it ever came out was was uh, the Rise of Skywalker wave when Rise of Skywalker came out late 2019. Yeah, about the only the only thing that wouldn't work with a hundred percent of x-wing pilots is where the hose attaches that comes off the chest box because some of the characters did have the hose routed in a different way i think biggs like has it go down in the pocket of his right leg or something but i mean that's a separate little piece that they actually do have a a plug on the torso so there would be like maybe two pieces they would have to redo for Maybe some of the other characters, but maybe. I mean, I kind of, I mean, I don't, I got the three and three quarter black series bigs, which is on the older body, but yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Wedge on that because Wedge, because I always keep, yeah, wedge. we need, we need a new Wedge because he has that like short body with like the really wide leg stance. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, oh my gosh, I was selling Chris. So we were, I don't know where we were going, but I was trying to explain to her how. After they ended the first sprint run of the vintage collection, we got three and three quarter black series, right? And the paint apps, the quality at first was okay on them and the, for that first wave, and then they dropped off the, through the floor because remember that snow speeder wedge we got with the uh, the drunken stripes painted on <laughs> up his on his helmet that looked like someone was just like trying to come in and out of the soberness to paint the stripes. I was like, oh my god, I don't. I don't know if mine is all that bad but compared yeah, some to the, of the stuff, collection one yeah two years earlier it's 
I remember I had taken a picture. I, I had shared it online of, uh, it was the black series when it was in the little boxes. It was exclusive to Walmart. And I found this one Jin Ursa where they had her lips painted like under her nose and it looked like she had a Hitler mustache. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous looking. Yeah, when, when the three and three quarters super articulated line almost was on its last legs because it was oh yeah Walmart exclusive yeah Which... well that that would have been a uh, that would have been a big mistake on their part because if they had totally gotten rid of the three and three quarter inch line I would be like see ya yeah me too I'm not I'm not a six inch guy I'm really not a five poa guy I saw some of those new uh, epic heroes today at Walmart. Yeah, those are kid. I mean, they're asking ten and fifteen bucks for regular and deluxe ones, and I'm like, no, I'll stay out of that. Oh, we do have something else. It was available through pre-order somewhere else, which is why I I missed it here. But this is the one that I think uh, deserves the most attention, and that is the Sabine and Chopper two pack. Oh yeah, exclusive through Pulse. So yeah. I pre-ordered this and i will be unordering it why is that well for one by the time you pay shipping and tax and everything and i don't have a pulse membership so i don't get free shipping we're looking at 60 dollars for this set and the chopper for example if you remember from like an episode or two ago got my most disappointing vintage collection figure of 2023 I certainly don't need another one of it. I love that it comes with two little loath cats. I would like to have those, but so be it. And the Sabine, the Sabine looks great. But here's the thing, besides price, this is the version that really goes with the other Rebels characters that came with the Ghost. And I did not get the Ghost. So you would assume at some point they're going to release a Sabine that goes with the other Ghost members from whatever season they pick probably like season one and two okay so if i got all of those with the sabine that goes with those characters i would then have another chopper and another sabine that don't go with anything else so like how many sabines do i need to have more so than all the other characters right yeah and you're probably right they will come out with those with those characters in their season one outfits there's season one decos on regular cards. Yeah, so I would have, you know, season one and two, the whole ghost crew, and then I would have this extra Sabine character that might look great, but doesn't really go with anything else. And then I already have Sabine from the Ahsoka series, too. So, um, I mean, she looks great. I think the way they did the hair looks awesome. The paint apps look really good. But yeah, it just doesn't fit. And considering I don't really care about that chopper, what, I'm going to pay $60 for one oddball Sabine character and two Lothcats? It's like, mm, no, I could find better things to spend my money on. So. Yeah, the price was my hang-up. I have 50 bucks for two figures. And one of them is not even a figure. He's an astromech with two Lothcats. You know, um... here's, the, here's the thing. And this is part of their reasoning is they know that almost everyone that gets the ghost this is a must have for them and they're going to they're going to say we're we're going to gouge a little because we know they're going to shut up and pay it most people are because they're going to need that set 
Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's I have this feeling though that pretty much all the Sabines moving forward uh are going to be deluxe. I think they're justifying it with the crazy amount of pain apps that she requires, because that was kind of their excuse with uh Boba Fett. And I don't know, Sabine might have just as many pain apps well, as it's funny you it's funny you mention that because season one Sabine was very plain, if you remember. She had very few paint apps, even in the show on her outfit. She had her little, she had her little uh, arm temp, her arm pauldron with some stuff on it. But she was very dark gray and a red visor. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like the loud Sabine we saw in the later seasons. So it's they mm. could put that version on a single card for a non deluxe. Uh, will we ever get it? <sighs> Who knows. Well, one thing I would question is a lot of people were saying if if they did the Rebels screw the way they're doing things now, would uh, Zeb end up being a deluxe figure? And well, they single carded him with the Haslab, but that could always be they wanted that consistency with those mural cards. It wouldn't make sense to put Zeb in a deluxe figure box. I think they've him. already announced him for a single card for season one, haven't they? You know, with him and Ken uh, Jarrett. I don't think they announced the Ken and Jarrett season one on the card. Yeah, not. I think I think they had like an image of three of them, like Kane and Zeb and Ezra. Yeah, I, I think they had cool. like one photo of them. That they said, oh, these are these are pipelined. And the main reason they were saying that was, well, people were already getting them in in the Haslab. Uh so far, nothing on Hera. Yeah, and that's something to, to talk about because people thought they were paying for those figures. I remember telling Chris they're gonna reuse those molds and just call the paint scheme and card back the uh the Haslab exclusive, and they'll, they're going to reuse those molds in the season one and two paint schemes and put them on regular cards. And I don't want to call myself a prophet, but yes. And yes, I guarantee you, Hera will be coming. Now, if they were smart, what you do is you put Hera in season one on the card back. That's just a repaint of her season when it comes with the ghost. And then make the female X Wing pilot, who's your one you're going to make, and then put Hera in the X Wing pilot outfit too because remember she was an x-wing pilot at the end of the show but well they have some butts all right so you talking about the um the the pipeline reveals uh yeah i don't have i don't have that up do you have that in front of you yeah i got it i got it all right so we had seven reveals one was a multi-pack ahsoka r7a7 ch33p cheap and rgg1 gg all from the final season of Clone Wars when she's on that venerator with Jesse and Rex trying to get off of it. And uh, they're the they're the droids that help her escape the uh, Star Destroyer. Probably going to be like a, like $100. <laughs> yeah, it's... I like Astromex. And I think one thing that would make me maybe pick it up is one, uh, I have a feeling that's a straight-up repack of Ahsoka from Season 7 which is a great figure and mine the paint on her not like who her uh mandrels or whatever is slightly off center and it you know makes my eye twitchy when i look at it so i would not mind having another one that hopefully has good paint and i do like 
there the one droid where i think it's like a chopper body but it has a more r2 style head i i think that might be cheap i don't i don't remember but it is a astromech type that i don't have and so eh, you know they could maybe tempt me to buy that one well let me ask you a droid fan of yourself are you going to be picking up the next review pipeline for hk87 the um the tan body version of the thing I I would have to see it. I've passed on the others because, for one, I'm I like my droids kind of droids seventies old fashioned kind of clunky and stuff. I don't know. I think they've gotten way off with that. Yeah, he's because... too he's he's too like Japanese anime droid, not enough like Twiggy from Buck Riders. Yeah, like like every everything. Really, the prequel started it because with, I guess, with CGI, they could make everything thin and spindly and still run around. You know, I like stuff on wheels and treads and and walking kind of clunky like C-3PO. Everything now just like is, uh, they do like superhero <laughs> type moves, these robots. And so for me, it's kind of like, well, you know, that again, Okay. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, at least with the other ones, I don't know who came up with the color schemes for those, where it's like, it almost looks like you pulled the legs or arms off one figure and put them on another. It's like, why in the world would they be painted like part tan and part red? And they just look weird. And the one that was all red kind of looked a little odd too i can't remember is the t- are the tan ones the grunts or is the are the red ones the grunts because one of them is like the leader of them that's the i really don't care but they should do something like make them a solid color and it's like if they're this solid color they're a grunt if they're this solid color they're more a, a leader or something but red and tan t- i don't know man those colors do not look right together so I, I'm really turned off by all the different colors on those droids. I passed up on all the other ones that have come out so far. So probably going to pass up on this one. I mean, I'll probably get one just to just to keep it the question. I tell you what, Jordan also can't be turned on because he doesn't have his charging station anymore. Is the Dark Trooper was announced on single card. Which you can now buy at Pulse with the charging station for less than you can pre-order the <laughs> single-carded one. <laughs> I mean, wow. I hope this doesn't mean there's going to be a price increase again. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm already done with these things. Yeah, I'm really not sure uh, what... <laughs> I'm really not sure what they were thinking with that. I mean, I guess the people that are really like carded stuff you know, we're going to be happy that they have it that way and not stuck in a box. But the fact they're discounted right now, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one that I did like the announcement was, even though I'm not a huge fan of the character, but I do like the outfit she was in. And like this was a silk of the white after falling, after fighting the great fire beast and Saying you shall not pass. Oh, yeah, that's another that's another franchise. Yeah, that's a totally different character. Different yeah. franchise. But I do like I do like I'm sure there'll be some reuse on it from like the legs and such. But you know what? It's the what she used for the majority after her her splashdown in the world between you worlds she used. So I'm glad we're getting a soak of the wipe. 
okay i actually brought up the um pipeline reveal photos and yeah that hk87 looks mostly tan but it looks like it has a little bit of red in it yeah mm, whatever and we're getting another mando yeah yeah we are well what's this one now that's apparently doesn't stay here oh man this is the one where hold on let me think this is the one where he steals the jetpack and he can fly now because he has i don't know what happened now yeah what happened to his old jetpack did i miss that i'm trying to think i don't know well i know he lost his rifle in the uh when the razor crest blew up but i think he still had the jetpack yeah, he did because he set it on the ground. Because remember, Bet makes him put it on the ground, like take the jetpack off. And yeah. Him, so I don't know. I, maybe it might be a retooled Mando. Let's cross our fingers. But I think oh, we know that one's gonna be. Oh, we got we got Bo Katan because oh my gosh, she has a different shoulder pad. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we get the swappable helmet again. Maybe they'll. I don't know. I, Will they give her the dark saber with that different shoulder pad? I don't know. That was just a way to get Bo-Katan out again. Okay, so t- to go back to Ahsoka the White, is is that a di- that's a different outfit, right? I mean, it has similar things to it. Like she still has baggy like legs. Um, I think there might be some armor on the front of her legs. I can't remember exactly how it goes down, but it's it's similar-ish. So I'm sure they can use a little retool on it or repaint on it. So that brings us to our last one, and this is the one that I think most people, including myself, are most excited for because we've been asking for him for like four years now, and that is Cobb Van. That will be you by yourself asking for him, sir. Because me and Chris were upset when we saw that one. Really? Why? Because he's not in his cowboy outfit. He's in the armor that he's only in for like one, three quarters of an episode. I yeah. got... Well, they have him as the deluxe, so maybe they're going to make the armor removable? Oh, hell. You know that's not going to happen. Well, yeah, pro- probably not. He's probably deluxe because he comes with flame effects for his pants. Yeah. Yeah. No, Pena asks I just want the cowboy outfit so that he's in most of most of the episode of Book of Boba Fett's with when he's in two episodes, two, three episodes there. Okay, well here's here's the thing though. They're probably reusing a lot of Mandalorian parts. No, that's dude, why. No, the not they're re, they're reusing that Boba Fett from a cup from remember they that same Boba Fett that where he repaints himself green, remember? Well, the... well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Not, not the Mando, not Din. But... Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just parts from Boba Fett that for that they're just gonna throw a new head on, and it's oh, paint it, and then paint that with like scuffed up armor. Yeah. I'm gonna just take the the Cobb Vanth head off and put more Morris's head on to make it that scene where he's fighting, or maybe just that Boba Fett helmet on, and that scene where he's beating the crap out of all the stormtroopers with the scuffed up version of his armor. To me, that's the one to get, yo. Well, here's the thing. Once they get the head sculpt, that we're one step closer to them releasing another version of him. Yeah. I mean, that is one way to look at it. If if they have any part that can be reused, that just ups the chances of another figure getting made with those parts. 
Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. <clears throat> so, like, I was listening to the TVC podcast the last week. Ty had brought something I might have forgot about. They have a Mandalorian barbell hips, but it's not the Mandalorian. It's that uh, the Death Watch trooper. Remember? So they have a Mandalorian with him or Pocatan and Costco Reeves have barbell hips, but I know they have a regular Mandalorian male with barbell hips, the Death Watch trooper. So I don't know whether or not using it in something. Maybe it's in a different factory and they don't want to pay to get it moved over or something. I don't know. You know, I have all the. I wouldn't mind. You know who I wouldn't mind getting? It's some of those old Mandalorians that were still stuck on Mandalore for so long. They had to make that little garden underground. Yeah. They were riding on that big, huge, like, desert sail skip thing. They looked like they were beat to credit. I wouldn't mind getting some of those guys. I don't See? think we're ever going to get ah, any of them. Man. Any of them. Rough, They're man. way too unique. Each one is way too unique. Because it's important there. How much? Bah. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll tell you one thing with this fan stream. And this is the really, you know, we don't talk about the Black Series and, and everything. But it is odd that in the roleplay items, they're coming out with a Moff Gideon helmet from Season 3. And we they haven't even pipelined a figure of him yet. Yeah, I know. That's so weird. Like, we get in the Mandalorian Judge. Like, give me the Grogu one with a little paintball sprayer on, or give me Tor Bizla, the little the kid Mandalorian that fights against him. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind Gideon if we could uh, get him. Or those like talking. I was watching uh, talking to some guys about the Mandalorian. Like, yeah, yeah. You see where the where the they had the man the Imperials wearing Mandalorian armor. They got Mandalorian armor. It was like. Yeah, they've had that for years, man. That's like, ever since like 2014, 13, 15, <laughs> Rebels, man. And then he's like, what? What's that? Like, yeah, you ignore me. You ignore me. It's okay. <laughs> I think what made this fan stream so disappointing is that it wasn't even just like what they revealed was kind of lame, but because a lot of it was stuff we already knew was coming. But then it was like, even the pipelines were just like, yeah. what about the Leia? We know we're getting a new Leia. Yeah, they, they haven't had at least a digital render for that, and if, if not the actual figure. I don't think we got any OT. Do we get any OT at all? No, we didn't get any OT at all this entire stream, did we? And then, yeah, um, I, I really thought we would at least see the Leia, considering yeah, she was Leia. pipelined already. Maybe see the... How hard is it to make the Vader again on a, a Star Wars card? You're just using the Dark Times Vader with a couple tweaks. Um, oh, well, well, how about uh, Balin and Shin? Oh, <laughs> still, we... still, no, still nothing. And what really bothers me is when they're not even pipelined. Nope. Now, I think occasionally we've had stuff where things jumped ahead, where like something was pipelined. And something that we didn't even know was coming still came out before a pipeline. So, and of course, there's always uh, Lucasfilm's involvement. Like if they might say, well, you know, hold back on one thing for some reason or another. But it's like nothing. I I know just like an episode or two ago, I said, well, you know, I'm kind of happy that my wallet is getting a break, but at least give us something to be excited about, even if it's not going to come for a while. <laughs> and this yeah. was just like, hmm, 
No, nothing. I mean, a dead Romero, so you can get the female Imperial officer sculpt. Yeah. Um, or uh, Luthen Rail. Everyone likes Luthen. Um, I mean, they they just took by taking the top 25, finished a couple days ago for uh, submissions. So they're going to go through a bunch of stuff. Um, I mean, I don't expect much, but I am get, uh, clone, I'm getting cloned and mandoed out, guys. Oh, I've checked out the clone thing for a while. Rex is really the only one that, you know, he's a major enough character. It's like, okay, I'm I'm going to get him. But other than that, any clones he really come out with, I don't really care. I don't even care if they come out with the rest of the Bad Batch. That's a good line for me to draw and just say, you know what, I really like those characters, but I'm okay not getting anything from that. Which, actually, uh, just a couple days ago, the trailer came out for Bad Batch Season 3. It did. The final season of uh, Bad Batch. Um, Going to see what happens. The What happens on Mount Tantus with, uh, uh, what's her name, Omega and, and Crosshair. Which, you know, I would have liked to get at least four seasons into a show before they ended, but I think Dave is... I think Dave got told, "Hey, you're gonna." The ratings weren't there, and I guess it also because you know it's 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 part of the Clone Wars slash bridging into the, the first few years of the Galactic Empire. So I think people were getting cloned out viewership wise too after the end of the actual Clone Wars. So, but yeah, I I'm cloned out. Maybe the Bad Batch. I might get them. I like one Crosshair. I would have loved an Omega, but you know, apparently we can't do that. And can't have bad batch characters more than Hunter in three and three quarter. I know that is just that is just so bizarre. It's kind of like they said, "Well, let's test the waters. People really like these characters. Okay, we'll do one." Eh, yeah, but we'll have to like make new molds for some of these other characters. Oh, let's just make another Mando. Hope we get some stuff for Andor season two. I know Saga season two is currently going to start shooting. I suspect the second season of Andor will be more, some more action. I don't know about Sucker season two. Uh, Dave's been known to circumvent good action for a bunch of spiritualness that, you know, is nice for Star Wars. I'd rather heck, watch it in books. Actually, another little bit of news. Some sad news. Uh, very unexpected was uh, Carl Weathers. Is now yeah. one with the force. Yeah, Carl what Action Jackson, Apollo Creed, uh the Dylan from Predator. Predator. Yeah. Yeah, I uh boy, I didn't see that coming. And and it's like wow. Okay, that's from one series, and you have Ray Stevenson uh who passed away, you know, from Ahsoka. obviously he was gonna be a big player in the next season. Um, honestly, I mean, I think he is the harder of the two characters to replace, uh, cause you could always have it where grief Karga is like still alive and they mention him or something like that, but, uh, he wasn't so integral to the storylines going on in Mandalorian that you have to have the character in it anymore. Uh, you um, know, I- 
Yeah, you don't have to. We can like show him for. I'd rather just put a statue of him next to the statue where the statue IG11 was. <laughs> you just have like where he passed away old age, and they have somebody take over as the new magistrate. Maybe Mandel season four is going to be a movie, so he won't be in the movie now. I mean, so we'll we'll see what happens. You know, I. He's passed away. Ray Stevens passed away. Ray Stevens passed away. Like, I really didn't know Ray Stevens that well, you know? So when he passed away, I was like, oh, that's right. I've Carl seen him die. in a lot of things, but um, there was a lot of things I've seen him in where he was, uh, he was not the main character. Um, there was, like, an indie film that I saw him in where, where he was one of the two main characters, and he was... He played Frank Castle in the second, um, uh, it was a Punisher Warzone movie. I mean, that was quite some time ago, but then he played like a side character in Thor. So he, I mean, he's been around quite a bit. I, I well, maybe I'd heard of him, but Carl Weathers was internationally known, you know, all the, all the Rocky movies. Yeah. Know, like that, him passing away, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's sad, but it's not. The man was seventy six years old, so he was starting to get up there. I would have hoped he would have made a few, at least a few more years, but you know, Pastel, he's he was he decided it was time to go, or fate decided that rather. So it sucks, but you know, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get a grief cargo action figure out of out of it all. Now he's passed away in real life. Maybe they'll make a statue of him in the in the show. Sucks, but you know his statue would have to have those two little droids like holding the back, <laughs> of, his, the back of his robe or whatever. I wouldn't mind seeing him like front when he's like hunkered down with the gun. You remember when he has to retake the city? Help me to retake it. I wouldn't mind that. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with with maybe recast. I don't think they'll recast him. I hope they if they do if they do keep him in the show like he's talked about, but he's never there. But I'd rather just have him have like a statue put up somewhere of him where they have the AG, AG-11 statue. So that kind of does it. We didn't really have a, uh, a major topic or anything because, as I stated at the beginning of the show, this was kind of a last-minute thing that we just kind of wanted to cover cover the lame stream. You been working on anything lately? Any uh, dioramas? Um, any displays? Anything like that? I picked up some of the uh, some of the outlet bargains. It has repulse. I picked up one of the uh, Mandalorian um, speeder bikes for twenty five bucks. I picked up uh, really twenty five bucks on the website. Yep, on the website on the Hasbro Pulse right now. Twenty five bucks for twenty five and change for uh, the Mandalorian speeder bike, the white version with the little baby Yoda. Right. Uh, well, yeah. I, well, I guess with shipping, it would probably end up being like about 35 30, Yeah, that's more. I mean, I got free shipping online, so I just I knocked it out. I got a, uh, what else? There was a reduced price for Tuscan Boba Fett and Tuscan robes. And I picked up one or two others. I picked up uh, an extra R5-D4 so I can put it on the Starfighter, you know, and then use the body with a, one of those heads from... Those uh, Target Droid Factory ones from a couple years ago. Uh, I really haven't been working on a whole lot. I'm actually still working on the photo novel. I got, 
I was uh, going to be concluding it pretty probably the next chapter, but it's going to be kind of a long chapter. But I got to reshoot some stuff. But other than that, uh, I'm just waiting for pre-orders, and then uh, I might. Oh, that they know that uh, the Disney Pastry Pack. Can we talk about that? That the, uh, the Disney pack. Disney, yeah. There's a packet. There's a pack from Ahsoka that came out for Disney. Disney. What Park. the one with Ahsoka and the three droids? No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's a, a Disney. It's the Disney pack. The Disney store. Oh, pack. it comes with uh, Hu Yang and I think Chopper. Chopper and two others. Yeah, two others. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of a pass for me. I mean, I I have the Chopper and Hu Yang is coming to Vintage. So yeah. So not, I might. I still might get those just because. I like to eat those packs. I don't know. I don't, we'll, we'll see what happens. I um, what else is going on? Star Wars wise, not a whole lot. Like uh, like you said, we we, it's only been two weeks, so it really hasn't had time to have a lot of stuff happen. But um, well, I have been uh, tearing into a new diorama. Oh yeah. Um, and it, 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 as you know, uh, Hold Ground Productions just recently came out with the oil bath unit from luke's garage oh yeah and so i was like i need to uh i need to make luke's garage so i just kind of finished it today i got some photos uh tomorrow i'm hoping to upload them to the Kessel run collecting facebook page and uh, a couple other places, uh, my hole in the ground production Instagram. I'm probably going to post it there too. Really, really happy with how it came out. I have lights in it too, which is really neat. Um, so it's like a, a half circle because a lot of it you don't see in, in the movie anyway. So I have like a half circle that has like the two doorways going out. Now, those doorways don't really go to anything um but what i want to do eventually is off to the left you can kind of just see like the nose of the lars family speeder the black one over there and so i think what i'm going to do is make like a fake room and i'm going to cast just the front end of the speeder so you can you know, if you're looking at it from the front, you're just kind of seeing the nose of it sticking out there. So it adds that room. And then on the other side, it goes to the exterior of the garage and you can see uh, Luke Skyhopper there and, and like a little bridge. And I do not have a Skyhopper, so I'm going to try to find one dirt cheap. It doesn't even really matter. It it can be in like really crappy condition. I'll just like repaint it or something just so I have it like in the background there. Um, but I'm really, really happy with how it came out. A lot of fine little detail bits. <laughs> nice. Does the oil bath, is a hollow underneath or does it have like a little container to put the, like the water in? No, it, it just uh, is cast straight through. So you can stand C-3PO basically on the floor and so he, oh, okay. he's just sticking out a little if you wanted to have him raised up you would have to have him standing on something in there no, i mean like can you like let's say he's in there but like is there a tub like can you is it or is no it, oh, no okay. well what you could do is take like uh, a real thin piece of styrene like uh you get for signs 
where it's like really thin and just glue it really well with silicon glue and just make a thin little bottom to it and you put that silicon glue there it will waterproof it and you actually could put a liquid in it then yeah so it could be done um i didn't <laughs> i mean i didn't go that far i i lucked out though the um the flooring in the center of the garage has like a grid or a texture on it like really hard to see what it actually looked like because there's no you know close-up photos and one of my local hobby shops they had these plastic sheets now they were they were white styrene really thin but they had the impressions of diamond plate and you could get just like regular diamond plate and then what they had called like double diamond plate where like each little dash there was actually two dashes beside each other and i thought that that texture showed up a lot better so all i had to do was trace a line cut it out with a pair of scissors and paint it and it looks great so uh came together pretty well but yeah it was that was a lot of work going into it and Sadly, sometimes you have these really detailed and really nice dioramas and you go, wow, this is only going to get like three figures in it. <laughs> so I, I, that's one reason I haven't made my my own throne room yet. I've made some for other people, but never made one for myself is you're talking about like a two foot by two foot by two foot cube of space and there's very few characters that all go into that space at the same time. So there's a lot of real estate and not many figures you get to display with it all at once. So that's the only problem with some of this stuff. Agreed. You should do like the cloud city, like big sculpture or uh, something where like a uh, lots of action took place where you can come or like have them walking through and, my diorama. I'm gonna make a diorama of just Lando complaining about mining de- delays and shit like that as they're he's leading the, the crew through. That's that's my diorama. Well, that was, that was one nice thing about the uh, the home one briefing room uh, diorama that I made. It you know it's a fairly big diorama, but you can put a ton of figures in that. Because you have uh, you have Maidine, you have Akbar, you have Mon Mothma, you have the other Calamari officers, you have pilots of all types: Han, Leia, C three PO, R two, Lando. Uh, you can put Luke in it. Uh, Nine Num. I mean, there's so many characters that you can just sit in that diorama. You can really fill it up if you want to. So that is one of those that you get maximum usage out of the amount of space that the diorama takes up. So that's nice. But I have so many that I want to do that I've kind of held off on because I say, well, you know, where am I going to put that when I'm done? And I just have to start doing stuff and say, the heck with it. I'm not going to necessarily worry about room. I'm just going to make it because otherwise I'll never get around to it. Um, the other thing I did just recently and man, it such minor things, but it has really done wonders for my one diorama. And that is, I have 
in my one cabinet, I have two X-Wings, uh, Big St. Luke's X-Wing, and then a Y-Wing, and it's the hangar for Yavin. And, I mean, you look at the movie, the hangar in Yavin is, they kept the lights dim for a reason. <laughs> so they could hide the fact that a bunch of the ships were big wood cutouts, and yep. uh, you didn't need a lot of background or anything like that. Well, I went out and I bought some gray, uh, I don't know, like po like poster board type material. And I just cut that out to the size of my shelf and just lined the bottom of the shelf with it. So it looks like hmm. concrete. That added a lot to the look of that diorama, even though I didn't do anything else with it. And then what I did the other day is I made two uh, stone pillars. Now, I started off trying to make them out of styrofoam because that's what a lot of people make stone walls and stuff out of and i have a wire cutter i haven't used a whole lot the problem is it cuts way too easily it's great if you're looking to do uh landscaping and uh like natural formations but if you're trying to do something man-made and you're trying to get a really straight cut through something, <laughs> you can't be straight. Uh, no, unless you have one of the hot wires that acts almost like a table saw. Yeah. And so I started constructing one pillar was not happy with how it was coming out. And I said, you know what? I can do this in a fraction of the time with my table saw and some quarter inch MDF. And so I made two pillars um, out of MDF. So they're nice and sturdy. And you can even put them back to back if you want, if you want to make like just one big pillar for some reason. And the way the Yavin pillars are, they, they go up at an angle to a certain point and then they just have a slight slope in and then continue on up and where that little step is in the pillar i don't have them glued together top and bottom so i can move those around if i want to for other dioramas like i say well i want a thick pillar but i don't want it as tall well i can take those tops off i can reuse those tops for something else i can flip them upside down and have an inverted uh pillar so i have different ways i can use them so I just made these two pillars, put them on the shelf. Oh my gosh, it makes a huge difference. Just adding those two pillars as some sort of structure, it adds so much more to that shelf. Didn't have to get real carried away with anything. Just add two stone pillars and that, uh, that gray sheet on the bottom. I'm thinking what I want to do for the two corners now is do two more pillars that are going to be corners and put them in there. I think it'll look awesome. And the nice thing about those pillars is they reused them for the throne room. So if you make some to use for your hanger, you can repurpose them. Yeah. You know what? If you ever decide to do, um, get saucy with it and decide to, have you ever thought, what is it the train modelers make where they just have like entire uh, silicone molds of like rocky cliff face 
and you can pour mold for. Have you seen this? The train yeah. models? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about using that for some like Halloween shots. <laughs> Just because, you know, it's, a, it's supposed to be deserty or something. I don't know. It is something I want to get into more is uh, landscaping type stuff. You know, I, I've always tended to do like hard structure stuff, you know, inside of a space station, things like that. Um, standalone units, but I want to get into doing more uh, background and foliage and things like that. So I'm, I'm kind of dipping my toe more and more into experimenting with that kind of stuff. Uh, some of the next stuff I want to do is Hoth. I want to get back to doing Hoth stuff. My Hoth diorama, I sold that off a couple years ago because I want to do something a little bit bigger and better with it. So, you know, I want to do the command center. And now that, the hot knife works fine. You're doing snow, so that's all natural formation. You don't have to have yeah. these accurate straight lines for everything. Dude, have you ever thought about doing the trench? Straight making the trench with the cables and boxes, maybe the trench gun. Uh, well, they they had those that came with the uh, Hoth Rebel soldiers. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, well, I mean, just make your own. I, mean, I think you ever thought about like making a trench just uh, for the Hoth trench? I don't know. You already got oh, Well, you mean for myself or yeah, or either or just so I don't know. Well, I I had one I was that with my previous Hoth diorama. I never finished the trench part of it. It was just kind of like a real crude straight line. But uh, that is something I want to do because I want to do the surface with uh, the turret and that radar gun and a little bit of a trench. So, yeah, I, I just want to do a whole bunch of little Hoth things so I can experiment with, uh, you know, doing snow and ice and some of that stuff. I, I actually did a um, a hangar bay section for a snow speeder because oh. I won snow speeder. So I thought, well, I'll make the little arch that that fits under. But the problem with it is, I mean, it's okay, but it, it should be angling out. Like as it goes up to the ceiling, they actually angle out a bit and I made this thing flat in front and I'm like, Arr! so, uh, that cause of a little bit of perfectionist that bothers me, <laughs> I need to have it angle <laughs> out more, but you know, that kind of styrofoam, it's, it's cheap and it's easy to work with. So, um, if I got to redo it, that that's fine. I can cut up the styrofoam and glue it together and make a snowbank out of it, whatever. Uh, so it's not like I, I can't reuse it. And I want to redo the med bay because that was one of the ones I sold. And I was using uh, Frank DiOrio's decals and his plans when I made the medical center before. But I want to do something that's a little bit more accurate to the shape it was in, in the film and stuff. And I got the blueprints book so I can accurately scale it to the figures if need be. All right, well, that just about does it. And like I said, if uh, you enjoy your show and stuff, please remember to leave us a review or at least give us a five-star rating um, because there's we got 
about a hundred people downloading every show. So hmm. if we have even a fraction of that many listeners, well, we certainly have more people that can leave reviews. Please yeah. do. It helps. Also, shout out to uh, all my buddies at Rebel Scum that listen. Appreciate you guys. And shout out to a new new Star Wars channel I started watching on YouTube called Corey's Datapad. He recently did, he does some in-depth old EU perspective on stuff. Especially about the old perceptions of the Clone Wars he just did a couple of, about a week ago. And how we perceived the Clone Wars through all the little tiny bits of information we had in the modules from the Western games and such. Very good. Corey's data pad. Now, worth checking out. Worth checking out. Nice. Yeah, I, I've been finding a couple a couple new YouTube channels that are that are pretty good. Uh, not all of them Star Wars related or anything, but um, there's actually one Star Wars one that is pretty good. I th- I think they do more than just Star Wars. Uh, Tiderium Hanger. Have you ever seen any of his stuff? I have heard of him. I've never seen any of his stuff though. I I like a lot of his videos. They're uh, they're pretty good. Um, there's another one that's pretty good uh, that does a lot of diorama stuff called Toys Are the Way. Oh yeah, uh, no, I watch Toys the Way all the time now. Uh, yeah, who is uh, he's bought some of my stuff before, so I don't know. Maybe he's listening. Hi, yeah. hi if, if hi you are. Toys the Way. Uh, but yeah, because he actually did a channel about like some of his uh, favorite third party. Uh, creators and he was talking about like some of my boxes and crates and everything nice so anyway uh with that we will bid everyone farewell good night everybody that does it for this episode of kessel run collecting don't forget to visit hole in the ground productions where you can find over a hundred diorama kits for star wars action figures and more as well as tons of prop kits for cosplayers and collectors If you're enjoying our show, please leave a five-star rating, and a positive written review is even better to help grow the show. Be sure to also check out Kessel Run Collecting on our YouTube and Rumble channels, because we do post videos from there from time to time. We also have a Facebook page, which is a good way to message us. Be sure to check out the show notes for links. (laughs) 